Welcome to the podcast. Soon, you'll ask yourself, did that podcast really occur? We get into this today, the Mandela effect, this idea that societies, groups of people, not just one person, can have a false memory that everyone believes is true. A fascinating, fascinating uh, thing that really happens to people. And we have a bunch of examples that you're probably not going to even believe. Uh, We do have more on global warming today. The environment, the apocalypse is on. Mm -hmm. Everyone's warning. We have about three and a half minutes. About three and a half minutes left uh, before global warming kills us. Yeah, probably before you get through this first segment. Yeah, it'll be You'll be dead. So I don't know if you really want to spend your time listening to the podcast. We hope you do. We hope you do. By the way, you can subscribe to this podcast and get it every day for free. Glenn is back on Monday. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn is the place to subscribe to the TV situation, which has a uh, show called Pat Gray Unleashed on it. It's got a show called Stu Does America on it. It's got a show called Glenn TV and Glenn Radio, plus a lot of other great hosts on the conservative side of the aisle. Check it out, blazetv.com slash Glenn. Subscribe to this podcast and Pat Grandleash and Stu Does America as well, all available for free every day. Uh, you can rate it five stars is the appropriate number of stars. And remember, every time you do that for us, you're not only helping us, but you're hurting others. And that's the most important thing. Here's the podcast. house you know like the google home or google nest you have the nest right <laughs> i have all this crap yeah, I, i'm not I too i do not hold the line in this way the, and you the saw convenience the, the most recent thing about these devices they're recording everything you do you know that is <clears throat> mm-hmm. probably uh, definitely true but i also yeah, yeah. i also but want to be able to walk too. into a room and say play yep. song please yes Please play what weather is. We That's are as much so effort as I want to put lazy. into it. It's so bad. It happened so fast. Can, too. Uh, it did. It did. It really did. We have but it no. is awesome when you can say, and I won't say the name of the product, but I'll just Amazon thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Play my playlist. Playing playlist. And there it is. Comes I love that. It's you nuts. don't have to walk over to it. You just tell it what to do, and it does it. <laughs> it's remarkable. Turn up volume, and it turns up the volume. I love that. I, look, I, you could get into this, this, you know, reminiscing into old-timey things mm-hmm. uh, in, in a lot of ways, and it's easy to do these <laughs> days. But, like, I remember, like, d- driving around the state to, you know, quote-unquote record stores where they had seed you know really more cds at that time mm-hmm. and just looking for like a rare thing that i wanted some weird remix or b-side or whatever it was driving hours mm-hmm. to go to these stores that were like specialty stores to find things that i wanted to f- listen to songs and now everything you could possibly want is available basically for free whatever you want with no effort oh, and this I little round thing right in front of you yeah. in your kitchen or living room or and, wherever it is and to me right now the same person who drove around the state mm-hmm. it, uh, now like me unlocking my phone and typing it in is way too much effort. it's too much <laughs> it's too much it's way too much it's <laughs> i too gotta much. be able to just shout it across the room and it happens <laughs> right like i, I know uh, at one point i have um <clears throat> i got one of these uh, amazon devices that is the tap 
you know they have all these different versions they have the echo and they have uh you know uh, there's there's all there's the, the little tiny one i don't know what that one's called but they have all different mm-hmm. versions of it and there's one called the tap that they release i don't know if they still sell it or not but this is the one that you don't yell to basically i think you can set it up to say hey amazon device play the song but mm-hmm. basically what, what it's designed to do is there's a button on it and you press the button and you say hey amazon device you know do the thing right so, mm-hmm. like play the song just tell me the weather or whatever and it is, i think a couple things it was designed for it was you know but the main thing that you think of from from a perspective of like privacy was it's not on until you press the button like the theory was now of course you know of course it's probably recording me the whole time anyway but the theory was it was an appeal to people who didn't uh-huh. want this thing on all the time available it, you could right. say that to command a hundred thousand times in a row wouldn't do anything unless you press this button but of course it's too hard to go over and press it's, the button it's, you don't want to do that. Every time, it's like, way oh, inconvenient. It's three steps. I got to get up out oh. of a chair and do it? No. And then I'm I got to hit the the thing? Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, when you're listening, <laughs> you're in the middle, you have the thing playing a playlist, you're in the middle of doing something else, and you want to skip some crappy song that has come on, you got to mm-hmm. walk over to it? That's ridiculous. That's infuriating. It it's is. one of the worst things that's ever it's happened outrageous. to me. <laughs> it's outrageous that you'd have to it's do that. so bad. And, so, of course, it is. And these are devices we didn't have access to until just recently. Yeah. These are pretty recent innovations. And each one of them I make fun of as if they're the most ridiculous thing that's ever happened. Like, when yep. I have... When, when, when I got the fingerprint thing on my phone i remember thinking what what person can't spend the time to type the four digits into their phone and unlock it Mm -hmm. what weird what you know person (laughs) from you know what from wally it was this yeah and then it was me in about five minutes and then Mm -hmm. now i can't imagine using my fingerprint (laughs) i'll now it's just facial recognition and it'd be completely ridiculous for me to ever have to use my fingerprint again it's like 1800s technology to me (laughs) and what does it save me 180th of a second probably but that's i can't i can't even comprehend it yeah how dare they ask me to put my finger on the phone and as far as listening to a playlist instead of i don't know putting in a cd when was the last time you put a cd into anything I mean, CDs were just fairly recently state-of-the-art yeah. innovation. And now it's like, a CD, what's that for? What's that? I don't even, I don't remember. I vaguely remember these round things that you put into a slot, but I can't imagine having to go through that painstaking yeah. process. I will say, <laughs> there, my, uh, I have an older car, mm-hmm. and it's almost 10 years old now. And oh my god! So it is. Uh, I mean, this, you know, it's I, uh, the technology in ten years changes a freaking lot, Pat. I mean, <laughs> like it has. Yeah, it does. My car does not have the ability to turn on Bluetooth and connect to my phone so I can play songs in my oh, car. Oh, it doesn't. No, it was in oh, 2012, wow. I think. So I mean, the technology hmm. existed. It was in some cars, but it wasn't mm-hmm. in all cars, and mine's one of them. It wasn't in. So I have to hmm. like plug in a little wire every time I get into my car. Oh no. I mean, and this is like... What are you, a Luddite? Pretty much. Are you anti-science and technology? Is that what you are? I'm pretty much churning (laughs) butter. (laughs) You you should live in western Pennsylvania. (laughs) It's true. It's It's how I feel. And it's funny because like (laughs) that process is still a little clunky right you got to connect to bluetooth or you got to plug your phone in and and mm-hmm. you're you're on it but like now they have the apple carplay 
which is on yeah. on my wife has a car within the Apple, Apple CarPlay. Mine she plugs the too. thing in and it looks so nice. It's on the screen. It comes mm-hmm. up perfectly. All the apps from really the phone pretty. come up. It looks all pretty. It's all integrated. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but for a while, that's the only time I would say that, that the CDs were used. Her One of her last cars didn't have all those fancy features and it had a CD player and she got so annoyed at trying to get her phone connected and it would lose the connection and all that stuff that mm-hmm. she just started buying the CDs. And it was, but like, I don't even, I went to, um, it's funny because we have a, uh, we were talking, we were going on a long drive and I was thinking to myself, we need to get like a movie or something for these kids. Cause they're just, you know, they're at that point. I have two kids, they're 18 months apart and typically they're really good together. But at times they get on each other's nerves a tad and on a long mm-hmm. drive, that's when it's going to happen, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm like, we got to get these kids a movie or something. I think we got a DVD player or whatever. Let's just like put this thing in there. So, so we went to Walmart or Target or something to try to find dvds the section for dvds now is like it's it's smaller than like your locker at high school <laughs> like it's like there's four dvds they have two copies each like that it's funny like obviously like you, you know uh, uh what's the things that are outside of like walgreens the red um oh yeah red box red box yeah yeah red box they're all over the country there's still people are still renting them but the dvd market is you know, now you're just downloading these movies. Mm-hmm. This is the whole GameStop controversy, mm-hmm. right? When that was going through the roof, everyone's like, well, no one buys physical games anymore. How can this company possibly be going up to $100 and $200 and $300 a share? Right. It really, all that stuff has just been replaced. So and fast, too. We, so quickly. I don't think, you know, Glenn has been on this kick for a long time. That He always tries to resist this stuff for a while. And mm-hmm. like, I want all, how many times has he said this? I want all this stuff out of my house. I don't even want to be on the internet. No, I don't want the internet. I want all the iPads out of the house. Hold on. No me, satellite TV. Yeah. Well, that my children know about, but I'm going to have access to it, of course. <laughs> and then they'll find out. And so will they. <laughs> and uh, he always yes. wants to get rid of all of his devices yeah. with, the, with the possible exception of the iPad that is continually attached to his hands at all times. Yeah. And, so is mine. I carry that thing with me wherever I go. And I don't do the iPad thing, but I, I do have carry your phone. the phone. And mm-hmm. you try to resist this stuff from this idea that you're just going to get rid of it. And it's really just not possible. You just We do not have the capacity. And it's, it's weird because yeah. we did have the capacity. Yes, we've lost it. Not to carry stuff around with us wherever we go, like a little blankie when we're, you know, two years old and we have a favorite blanket. That's that's what my iPad is to me. I can't go anywhere or do anything without it. If if I accidentally forget it for a second, I'm like, oh my, what? Am I naked? No, I, where's my iPad? Has anybody seen my iPad? Where is it? It's just ridiculous. So now these, the, but now, yeah, these devices are listening to everything we do, and apparently not when you just say, "Hey, Google thing" or "Amazon thing," turn on. Uh, they're apparently always recording. I, I mean, and we found that out a couple of years ago, and they were like. Oh, yeah, but that's just, uh, we're learning. Uh, That's just uh, to listen to conversations so that we can teach language to these devices. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So they're apparently still doing it, and it just stores it and keeps it. And there's going to be a lot of people who say, well, I don't care. I ain't doing nothing wrong in my home. They're just going to be bored to death to hear what I have to say. You're not the one who decides if what you're doing is wrong or not. That's the thing. Yeah. 
it's interesting too if you have uh, one of these amazon ones i know in particular you can go into the app and hear all the things it's recorded like you could go oh. in and like hear oh you can yeah like you could have hear. you ever done that yeah it's just it, you know it's kind of funny because i you know my kids <laughs> will say things to it <laughs> they're really funny because they just they just they'll just ask like uh, you know you know how old is is bob because <laughs> they know someone named Bob, and they just they just assume Alexa's going to answer all of their questions. Like legitimately, like they they have this idea that like if sometimes you'll be in the conversation, they'll just be like, "Let me just ask Alexa." And you're like, first of all, Alexa's not going to answer that question. That's not how Alexa works. Secondly, mm-hmm. why do you think Alexa's smarter than I am? Why don't you? I'm I'm your dad. You're supposed to at least until twelve think I'm smart. Mm-hmm. I think there's a rule. Yeah. And apparently but they know better already it, that, but it is, you see it in them. Like they just like that. Well, there's a solution. It's right there. That little thing that lights up, <laughs> but occasionally they ask really funny and cute questions. And that's what got me started on it. But you can that's go back great. like some, and you, you do realize that a lot of times it is, they're not intentional. You'll just hear them just talking in the background. I don't know why it's turned on. You know, maybe there was a word with an X in it, mm-hmm. you know, that they said, or a KS, and that sounds a little bit like the name of the uh, Amazon device that we are not saying mm-hmm. so that we don't alert everybody's um, uh, and turn it on. And, and we could order stuff on your Prime account if we wanted to right now, but we will not do that because we're nice. <laughs> uh, but it is one of those things that it turns, it changes so, so fast, and you don't even realize that you what has happened i mean there's just there's just recording devices all over my house right all over my house and the things that you wouldn't expect like the amazon device and the google device you'd think okay yeah well i can see where that might do it but the google nest Mm. that's recording us too they've got microphones in the google nest that's your thermostat control why 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 is that listening to me why is that recording me why is that keeping you, you don't i don't talk to it so why would you need to learn from my language on the Google Nest. It's bizarre. It's bizarre. They also have, Nest has these these uh, f- smoke detectors. And uh, they, I have, this has been one of the most annoying, the, the thing that has annoyed me more than anything about the United States of America is basically the fact that these stupid smoke detectors beep and I can't tell which one it is. And yes. I, I have to change the, the batteries. The same, it's the yeah. bane of my existence. It Sometimes drives me beep. crazy. You'll take the battery out. It'll keep beeping. It keeps beeping. What, this is not physically what? possible. What? what do I have to take a shotgun to this thing? How do I stop it? it they bend the laws of science. <laughs> they do. There is no battery and it is not plugged in and it continues to run like a chicken with its head cut off. Bizarre. And so I hate these things so much. Me the, too. The Nest has them. And of course with the Nest, they'll tell you which mm. one is low on batteries on the app. And I don't care if it just continually is taking pictures of me naked and posting them on the internet. If it will tell me what battery is low and where I go to change it, I will put them all in my house. I don't care Mm -hmm. if it's continually making uh, videos of me on the toilet and posting them to to the New York Times website directly. The rest of us care. We care for you. And so we're going to say no. Okay, well, that particular thing, maybe not, but pretty close. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck Program. Wow. Uh, This is serious. I mean, if you're not taking, if you haven't been (laughs) taking uh, climate change seriously until now, I certainly hope this will, will change your attitude on it.
yeah, it's uh, this is chilling. Mm-hmm. Brian Stelter had Davis David Wallace Wells on, and when you have a hyphenated last name like that, you know they're a serious person. They're a real expert, or you're an assassin. Or that. Yeah, there's two things with the three names. You can either be a very serious person or an assassin. Uh-huh. Or lately, you're in the National Football League. There's a lot of hyphenated oh, really? names. Oh, hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so David Wallace Wells is quoting estimates that suggest burning of fossil fuels kills 10 million people every year. <laughs> <laughs> which, which, of course, as he mentioned, is... Dying on the scale of the Holocaust. How do these people get away with this stuff? I don't know. Where's the uh, ADL on this? Where? Where? Mm-hmm. Where? Because we, I mean, when Glenn was defending people in Israel uh, and would mention something about Nazis or what, compare what's going on now to what you know, that we're on the same road or you got to be careful. They would call him out every single time. Yeah. Now, if it's climate, it's okay, I guess. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, And he says, and yet we don't see many public health stories. We don't see many moral (laughs) crisis stories addressed to that issue. We don't? (laughs) What, are you blind? That's all we see. And by the way, is there any thought, and this is a, I don't know, I don't have an answer to this, Pat. I'm not a scientist. But do we think that Fossil fuels have done anything to help people stay alive. <laughs> Is there another side to this equation? Let's not even no. bother uh, uh, attacking the ridiculous claim that fossil fuels kill 10 million people a year. I'm quite certain that fossil fuels help maintain the lives of way more than 1 million people a year. What would happen? Uh, go back in time to the mm. pre-fossil fuel era and tell me. Mm-hmm. In fact, we don't have to go back in time. You can find it in billions of people's lives all across the globe right now who are burning things like dried dung inside their home oh. to cook their food. And that's not good? No. Many of them are dying. It's one of the largest From dried causes. dung deaths? And wood and huh. biomass inside <laughs> their homes. It's killing more people than almost anything mm-hmm. in the world. So, but let's, let's criticize fossil fuels. Ridiculous. Who have eliminated that problem for multiple billions of people. Stelter began this by saying that meteorologists and journalists are running out of words and ways to describe the impact of climate change. Yeah, they are. Unprecedented just doesn't cut it anymore. Nor nor does invisible. (laughs) It's true because this is the the problem with with an issue like global warming. If you're an alarmist, you make alarmist claims Mm -hmm. and you have to say they're coming soon or no one cares. Right. Because people Mm -hmm. are, you know, that's just the human instinct. Right. If you say 500 years from now, this could happen. Yeah. Right. So you can't say it like that. You have to say it's. Within some sort of time frame, and you can't say it's tomorrow because everyone will know it didn't happen. Right. So you say it's out in the future and feel like you won't have to pay the price when you're wrong in the future. Although this is in the present. He is claiming, and it's hard yeah. to track this down, right. because how do you track down the 10 million people die every year from climate change? Uh, where are you getting that stat? Where is that coming from? Yeah. Well, it's Who like, well, made that estimate? And based on what? This is another example of how they do it in, in the climate, but... Often, you'll hear estimates of how many people will die in heat waves because of the climate. Climate change is coming, going to kill people in heat waves. What, of course, is always left out of this equation is the fact that far more people die from cold than they do from heat. 
Oh, so by every far. if let's if you're just talking about heat deaths, those are way outweighed by people who are not dying from cold. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. and this has been this is in all the the UN IPCC documentation. This is not something I'm making up. This is something that scientists say all the time that for certainly a long period of time, the cold deaths avoided will far outweigh the new deaths caused by heat. But if you go on Brian Stelter's show or any CNN show and say, just say the heat number, no one's going to question it. No one's going to mention the other side of the equation. I mean, how can how can any coherent person not see that fossil fuels are one of the things that have brought us modern civilization mm-hmm. the fact that we've gone from uh, it, it, we've doubled our life expectancy over the past you know a hundred to a couple hundred years if there's one thing you'd point to you might point to fossil fuels as the difference in between uh, mm-hmm. us doubling our life expectancy there's been other things uh, and the, those things are, are important as well uh, but Fossil fuels are a huge piece of this. Even if you accept the ridiculous claim that fossil fuels are killing 10 million people a, a, a year, it would Which still be worth it. Yeah. Right? Oh, well, Cause yeah. Because we've gone, I mean, we've added billions of people. And by the way, look at the people who are arguing against that. The people who didn't want it to happen are the same people who are now telling you that fossil fuels are killing 10 million people a year. The people who didn't want the extra billions of people on the planet. They kept telling you we'd all die if they came. Mm-hmm. And here we are. <laughs> you know, this has been, we've been able to feed all of them against all of their advice. We've been able to keep, extend life against all of their uh, advice and warning. Mm-hmm. And when these claims come up later on, no one holds them accountable. When they are wrong, it's, it's left to us, talk radio on Earth Day, to bring out all their wrong, wrong quotes from 20 years ago. Or 30 years ago or 10 years ago and that is a it's an unbelievable situation it's great work if you can find it because you can make all these spectacular claims raise all your money and never never be held to answer for when you're wrong ever right Right. and if i may uh just add one little addendum to the fossil fuel thing i don't believe they are fossil fuels oh yeah this is a big pat uh, Pat gray (laughs) uh, position my theory uh that that oil uh, is a recurring natural goo in the earth. <laughs> the scientific term is <laughs> yes, recurring, natural, recurring goo. natural goo. There are some scientists who believe this. They call, they're yeah. always obviously referred to as fossil fuels. Um, the idea that they come from fossils from long ago. Uh, but you've you've made, you've stood on this for a while, yeah. and there are scientists I mean, who believe it. I, it, it. The first time they started talking about peak oil was in 1920. Yeah, we're <laughs> we're right up on uh, peak oil peak here. Oil. It's about to run out. Okay, well, that didn't happen because we mm-hmm. found way more reserves. Then it was the 40s. Oh, we're coming right up on peak oil again. There's not going to be any. <laughs> to f- we better find something else. And then they found more. And then in the 60s, oh, it's coming right up on peak oil. And peak oil, look it up. It's been over and over and over oh, yeah. and over. And now it's just to the point where we found so much that we are now, uh, we now have more oil and gas reserves than, than any country on earth. And the peak oil thing is very similar to the environmental thing. It's it, They continually warn about all these terrible things that are going to happen. They don't happen. And mm-hmm. then they just say, well, now we know better. Those, those, if you call, if you actually get in a conversation with an environmentalist and you bring up the quotes from the 70s, 80s, the 90s, where well, they're totally wrong. 
mm-hmm. they will just say, well, yeah, but I mean, it's been 20 years. We've learned a lot since then. It's like, but yeah, but they, then you never have to pay a price for your wrong statements. Yeah, right. Do you understand that you set up a system in which only you can tell us that you're wrong? Remember when you said Britain was going to be gone, like underwater mm-hmm. yeah. by 2000? Yeah, that didn't happen, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Britain is still there. Remember when you said the West Side Highway in New York City is going to be gone completely underwater? Uh, uh, the people are driving on it today, right yep. now. Exactly. Let me give you this so. one. Um, this is from the New York Times. In 1995, they say, quote, at the most likely rate of, uh, rate of rise, some experts say most of the beaches on the East Coast of the United States would be gone in 25 years. That would be 2020. Mm-hmm. Now, I, if you're on the East Coast, perhaps you could do some reporting for us today. Are there <laughs> beaches there? <coughs> do beaches exist on the East Coast of America? My understanding is that they do. I was yeah. in on the East Coast. At a beach in but 2020. When? Oh, okay. And it was still there. Now, I don't know. Maybe they just got it off by year and they've disappeared the last couple of months since I've been there. <laughs> but my understanding is that beaches still exist on the east coast of the United States. Hmm. No one... The New York Times doesn't write a follow-up about this story. They don't come back no. later on and say, by the way, do you believe we wrote this thing 25 years ago? Isn't this funny? Like they do with the internet. Occasionally you'll see this, like they'll be like, look at our stupid article from 1991 about the internet and how it won't be... It won't make any difference, right? Like mm-hmm. they'll come back and revisit. They don't do that with climate. They only do it to excuse the reasons why they were actually right all of this time. And actually, it's worse than they even said back then. <laughs> Let me give you another one of more recent. All right. Uh, do we have time for this? Yeah. Okay. So what was the panic before COVID? Can you remember the panic that occurred before COVID? It's hard to remember this panic because there's been a lot of panicking mm-hmm. during COVID. But before COVID, one of the more recent panics was in the summer of two, uh, of two thousand between two thousand nineteen and two thousand twenty, where Australia was on oh, fire. Yeah, do you remember this? Yeah. This was the big thing. Australia's on fire. The whole country is mm-hmm. burning down. It's because of global warming. No one's ever seen anything like this. There were fundraisers on television like crazy. No one had ever seen uh, such a terrible thing happen to Australia, and it's all because you're driving an SUV. So now, months and months later. We have the actual data from the Australian fires. Now, you can understand why maybe people aren't focusing on that with all this COVID going around. But it's important to revisit these things when we get the data. So during the 20th century, about every year in Australia, about 10% of the surface area catches on fire. Every year? Yes. Throughout the 20th century, that's average, about 10%. Huh. Okay. Now, we are told, of course, that global warming is going to make this much, much worse. Mm-hmm. obviously well in the 21st century so far the number has been instead of 10 six so it's gone from 10 percent to six percent it's fallen by 40 percent in the 21st century now mm-hmm. we are told that global warming is going to make these things much much worse now obviously 2019 and 2020 was a terrible year as we know this is the year that it was really really bad and worse than like ever before 98 percent. yeah and it wasn't 10 percent wasn't six percent in 2019 somewhere in there no no 3.95 percent of the country burned it was one of the lowest percentages on record in history we have the chart up here if you happen to be watching blazetv.com slash glenn promo code is glenn by the way if you want to save some cash but basically we're showing 
the actual amount of it falling from about a 10, 11, 12 percent in the early part of the 20th century down to that's incredible. Three point nine five percent. Incredible. Uh, now, now, climatologists do say that there will be an increase in these fires, whether they're right or not. Who knows? But if you see, Pat, if you can uh, see they had the uh, the line here a second ago with the yellow uh, line on the chart, you see the yellow line is the predictions of what's coming in the future. Now, the past is a giant decrease from these really high levels down to 3.95%. And basically what the climate, all the climate models are predicting are for it to rise slightly from this really low period in history. So basically what they're saying is instead of it being 4% or 5% that like it is now, it may go up to 6%. But 6% is still half of what it used to be. And that, of course, doesn't include all of the innovations and things we will learn to fight the fires and lower the overall burn. Right. Long story short is that these things are presented as catastrophes and they're not even back to half as bad as it used to be. <laughs> the only difference between the fires in Australia in 2019 and 2020 is they occurred closer to where people lived. They're started by lightning. Mm. And, and that lightning hit areas that were closer to where people live, so they noticed them more. And lightning only happens because of climate change. No. Lightning no. didn't happen in the past. No. Right? No. No? Uh, not true. Well, huh. By the way, the global... Do we have the... Yeah, this is a global area burn from 1901 to 1920. Okay. Same story, right, Pat? I mean, you see the drop is dramatic. Huge. It's been dropping much faster since 2000, and this is all... <laughs> Opposite, the opposite of what they told us would happen with climate change. That's unbelievable. The best of the Glenn Beck program. Uh, there is something called the Mandela effect. Uh, and it, it has to do with uh, Nelson Mandela and people believing that he died in prison, which didn't happen. No, he did not. He, he actually a, got out of prison and yeah. became pretty prominent for some time before he died. He died in 2013, free man. Yeah, you might remember, that's where Barack Obama hit on the leader of, was it uh, the Netherlands? Yeah, I think the female leader of the Netherlands. And and uh, Michelle was not happy was with that arrangement. not happy. Uh, he, they seemed pissed. to be laughing and having a great time and flirting together, and Michelle was, yeah. Not thrilled. Visibly unhappy. <laughs> I do remember that video now that you say it. Now that you say it. Uh, yeah, the, so this is idea that basically like society can create a false memory and things and and people will believe. And like it's a mass false memory too. Not yeah. just like a few people, but everybody believes it. Everybody believes it. So these, really there's weird. some examples of it that are pretty interesting. The Mandela effect was the was the belief, as you mentioned, that he died in prison, which I never thought, but I guess no, I, I a lot either. of people did. However, this one I could probably uh, probably be affected by. For example, what does Darth Vader say when he's talking about being the father of Luke Skywalker? Luke, <laughs> I am your father right 100% right that is definitely what yes. he says except for the fact that's not what he says he says actually in the movie no i am your father he's answering it right because mm -hmm. luke says to him you killed my father uh, you like luke you don't know what happened to your father <laughs> you killed my father no I am your father. Right. 
right? Excellent. By the way, excellent recreation there. That was amazing. But yeah, I mean, I would have totally said, Luke, I am your father. I would too. And bet money on it. That I was sure. Yes. So there's a bunch of examples of that. That's one of them. But that that one I would have definitely gotten wrong. How about this one? Uh, Monopoly. The game of Monopoly. Mm -hmm. Does the Monopoly man have a monocle? Well, yeah. Absolutely. No, he does not. The Monopoly guy does not have <laughs> a monocle? He does not have a monocle. He's never had a monocle. Is he holding it in his hand? No. <laughs> He's holding money bags in his hand. <laughs> okay. So he doesn't have it in his eye, and it's not in his hand. No. The belief is yeah, that really people weird. are conflating <laughs> the Monopoly guy and Mr. Peanut. Now, Mr. Peanut <laughs> does have a monocle. <laughs> but Those are two weird? very different characters, actually. I don't, I don't think I've ever conflated the two. Although I, I'm pretty sure the Monopoly man is not made of peanuts. That's one thing <laughs> I am too. sure. Of. Yes. Well, that's an interesting one. That How, is interesting. Okay. Here's another one. This one I would have probably got wrong too. If you think back to your childhood, you're making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, maybe a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for your kids. Mm -hmm. And you break out the Jiffy peanut butter. <laughs> yes. I would think it's Jiffy. Yeah. <laughs> No, but I know it's not because we went through this on my show a couple of weeks ago. It okay. just came up and I'm like, did Jiff used to be called Jiffy? <laughs> it was like, no, no, it's never been Jiffy peanut butter. It's always been Jiff. Yes. So there is a Jiff Weird. peanut butter and there is also a Skippy peanut butter, but there has never been a Jiffy peanut butter. <laughs> Someone out there should create a Jiffy peanut butter. Yes. Right? It'd be successful. It would be huge. Everyone yeah. would think that was the one they've been buying since they were a kid, but no, there's no such thing. Really weird. Okay, another movie one here. Now, I don't know how much you uh, were a fan of Silence of the Lambs. Probably not, not that much, fan. but it was a huge movie, obviously. And if you've never seen the movie, you probably know one thing about it. When she walks into in front of the, the cell door there, he says, hello, Clarice. It's like a very famous thing. Okay. Yeah. He doesn't say hello, Clarice, in the movie. He actually just says good morning. <laughs> really? Because yes. that's, that's what everybody says. Yes. Now he says hello, Clarice. Clarice. Yes. Mm -hmm. He says Clarice in that voice many times, but he only says good morning. He never says hello, Clarice. That is weird. Okay. Fruit of the Loom. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Underwear. Right. You've got the, the symbol of Fruit of the Loom. Can you picture it in your head? Mm-hmm. Now, I would have pictured in my head as a bunch of fruit kind of spilling out of a cornucopia type of thing, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, the fruit has never spilled out of a basket. It does not come out of a basket. It is literally just a pile of food. Really? Yeah, which is a weird thing to put that on your underwear. Weird. That is weird. It's strange to put food. I mean, I almost want it in a basket so it would be protected. But no, <laughs> it's just food. Yeah, why are we associating food with the underwear, I guess, it, obviously fruit, and it's fruit of the loom. It is. And so... So there you go. There but you go. Still. Okay, I, this one I didn't remember. Uh, Mona Lisa. Mm -hmm. When you look at the thing of the Mona Lisa in your head. Yeah. Is the Mona Lisa smiling? Is the Mona Lisa frowning? What is the Mona Lisa doing? I think she's smiling. Like she, a little smirk. Ex that's exactly right. She has mm -hmm. a little bit of smirk. Mm -hmm. Most people remember this. As her frowning a little bit. Oh, that's a dour, oh. dour times in that painting. So I can understand maybe why you conceptually put that. But that's mm -hmm. not true. Um, do you remember Ed McMahon? Yes. Back in the day. Mm -hmm. He's showing up on doorsteps. 
He's giving people oversized checks and oh, balloons. I love this one, too, because this I've stumbled onto as well. For the Publishers Clearinghouse sweepstakes. Right. He never worked for Publishers Clearinghouse. He, right? It's incredible. Is that, it is incredible. He, I, he, when I first saw this, I didn't believe it. I know. I, I, in fact, I went back to all the videos because I didn't believe it. I'm like, yes, he did. Yes, he did. Publishers Clearinghouse, he did. No, he did not. No, he did not. McMahon never made any house calls. First of all, he never went to a house. He just endorsed... A separate entity called American Family Family Publishers. It's <laughs> crazy. Si- they are similar entities, but McMahon never. Doesn't that tell you camera. what a terrible job he did representing that country, <laughs> that company, when everybody thinks he was for their competitor? Right. It's weird. It's very weird. He sucked. They shouldn't have paid him a dime for mm. that. Uh, I'm sorry if you're, you know, a recipient of the estate of ed mcmahon but you shouldn't get a penny well from. i mean it's very memorable commercials you just don't remember what they were for apparently you think they were for the competition which is weird very it really would be weird if you know later on people were like i remember that ronald mcdonald but he was the burger king guy that would be weird <laughs> would okay berenstain ba- bears you know them mm-hmm. can you do you know how to spell the last name the the, the name of the bear uh like berenstain s-t-e-i-n mm-hmm. right that's what I would have said. I would have bet my yeah. life on it. I read these books as a kid. Uh, the correct pronunciation and has always been the cor- correct spelling. Excuse me. B-E-R-E-N-S-T-A-I-N. Oh, it's Berenstain? Yeah, it's always been Berenstain. It's named after the authors whose last name is Berenstain. It's <laughs> never been Berenstain Bears ever, yet I would have bet my life on it. Uh-huh. Uh, C-3PO. What color is C-3PO? Gold. Gold. 100% gold, right? Yeah. The lower portion of his right leg below the knee was silver when you first see him in the movie. And it's a fact that sometimes yeah. surprises people who have seen the original trilogy dozens of times, according to Mental Floss. Really weird. Amazing. Risky yeah. Business, 1983, Tom Cruise. Uh-huh. He slides out. He's in his underwear. Yes. He's dancing in his sunglasses. Uh-huh. Except he's not wearing sunglasses. That's from a different part of the it's like from the the movie poster he's wearing sunglasses he's not wearing sunglasses in the famous scene of that movie though everyone seems to think that he is and this is probably the most common one cited which is this (laughs) shazam the movie Mm -hmm. shazam the movie starring sinbad as a genie for kids except for the fact that that movie never existed there's never been a movie named shazam with sinbad in it there's a movie named Kazam with Shaq in it. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, isn't that weird? Really? I totally would have thought that was a movie, Shazam. Uh, yeah. And Sinbad, I could picture him in yeah. the unit. Like, I, I could picture it. I was with you uh, until you brought up the Shaq thing. <laughs> and now it's true. It's a movie called Kazam. Shaquille O'Neal was in it. Huh. There is no movie named Shazam with Sinbad as a genie in the movie. But for some, weird. some reason... Hmm. A lot of people, including myself, would have absolutely bet my life. Yeah, I would have sworn on it. <laughs> would have sworn by it. So weird. absolutely, so weird. Uh, Fruit Loops. How is Fruit Loops spelled? I think I know this one. Is it F R O O T? It is O O T. Okay, and Not, the other reason I think I think hmm. first of all, I I like Fruit Loops a lot, but I think I've noticed this one before. And the O O is like the shape of the loops. Yes, but I totally could right. have got that one wrong. Yeah. I would have said fruit, spelled as as fruit. Uh, let's see. Uh, did um, you didn't you didn't do Curious George? Did you the monkey? Oh yeah, when I was a kid, I used to 
Did he have a tail or no tail? He had a tail. He did not have a tail. <laughs> did not have a tail. Really? Why? Uh, what happened to it? I don't know. I'm concerned. I, it, I don't know George. if it was bitten off by a lion. I, I'm not sure what kind of tragic accident happened there, but uh, I blame Joe Biden. <laughs> Joe Biden. I mean, he was around back then. He's probably the, responsible. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Cheese it. Do you eat cheese it or are they cheese its? Well, they're cheese its. They're cheese it. Just it. No z. Do you know? Mm. I would. All, I, everybody I know calls them cheese its. Yeah. Nobody calls them. Hey, can I have some cheese it, please? Nobody. Uh, I'd like a little bit of a. Give me a bag of the cheese it. Nobody would say that. <laughs> no one says that. No. And that is really weird. That's wrong. That kind of blows me away. Uh, how about double stuff Oreos? Do you know how to spell <laughs> double stuff? You just spell the stuff part of double. Double stuff Oreo. I mean, I'm just assuming it's not S-T-U-F-F. <laughs> You're just assuming correctly. It's just one F. Really? Why? That's not how you spell it. They spell it wrong on the packaging. Mm. Uh, so, yeah. I just... And I've been in front of a lot of bags of stu- or, uh, double stuff over the years. To not recognize that, yeah, that's amazing. I mean, basically my whole life, almost daily, has been a bag of double stuff down the gullet. And <laughs> even I didn't pick that up. The Flintstones. Uh, have you ever noticed that there are two T's in it? It's Flint Stones, not Flintstones. I would have never guessed. I'm looking at the logo and I would have never, mm. ever believed there were Flintstones. Two T's Flintstones. there. Yeah, I, I would say Flintstones. Flintstones vitamin. Uh, also, life is like a box of chocolates. Yeah. From Forrest Gump, that's not what he actually said. Uh, if you listen closely, he says life was like a box of chocolates. Really? I would have sworn by that one, too. Life is like a box of chocolates. What? Like life was like a box of chocolates right yeah that's i think they say they mm. think part of this is you know the mistake gets made once and then it gets repeated and repeated and repeated and people just take in the mistaken mm-hmm. uh example but it is a really strange thing there is a an, an entire society out there that believes this is like some like interdimensional conspiracy that like for example shazam with sinbad was a movie but it was in like a parallel dimension and it's like slipped through somehow. So we still, th- this is, people really believe this. I could almost subscribe to that theory. That's well, that's how much I believe this stuff. <laughs> uh, Lord of the Rings. One more here. Just okay. the, the Lord of the Rings where uh, Gandalf is, you wouldn't know this one because you don't do Lord of the Rings, right? No, not, not really. No. When uh, he takes his staff and he bashes it on the, he, he slams oh, yeah. it down yeah something and it like breaks off the bridge and that big thing is coming at him mm-hmm. and the big thing grabs him and pulls him down with it and he just hangs on for a minute and he looks up at his at his group of friends and he says run you fools he doesn't actually say run you fools he says fly you fools and almost everybody remembers it and says it run you fools mm. Weird, right? Weird. It's I believe the interdimensional thing now. I, You've convinced me. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. the Lord of the Rings thing yeah, that you've yeah. never seen that <laughs> yeah. finally convinced you. Yeah, exactly. Na, 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 na.